wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. If you are not in danger, do not fight. Stayallday.com. Stay exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach too. Hey you, work on your game. You gave me something really good. Work on your game, dreolday.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is why you need to develop the skill of forgetting. Yes, forgetting. And when I say forgetting, I don't mean like forgetting what you're supposed to get at the grocery store, forgetting your kid's birthday. What I mean is forgetting and letting stuff go that is not actually serving you and is not necessary for you to hold on to, but I'll get into that in a minute. First of all, let me tell everybody, I have a daily motivation text message that I send out every single day free of charge to everyone who is in my texting community. You want to be in my texting community, get this message is guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point. I know there's a lot of people imitating this these days. People are trying to build text communities, but nobody can do it at the level that I do it. You see what I do with this show every day for 20 or 30 minutes solo. All right, imagine what it's like if I condense this all down and just give you a text message every single day. Nobody else can do this. So you want to get my daily motivation text message. Again, often imitated, cannot be duplicated. Send me a text in my number, which is 305-384-6894. And every day when I send that message out, you'll be receiving it. Now, to our topic, why you need to develop the skill of forgetting. I thought of this as I was driving in the parking garage in my building. There was some guy coming through the garage. At, there was a certain point in the garage where there's a tight turn where if two cars are passing each other, both cars need to be completely in their you know, specific lane where they're supposed to be. And there was a guy coming through in a Ford F-150. I think he was a construction guy. He was coming you know, the opposite direction from me. He was driving recklessly through the garage as if there wasn't any opposing traffic. And he damn near caused a head-on collision the way that he was driving. He was going way too fast on top of the fact that he was like completely out of his lane. And then I was annoyed by the fact that this guy drove was driving through the way that he was and what nearly happened. I was annoyed for about it for about 10 seconds, but then I needed to forget it. 
I knew I needed to let it go because what could have happened didn't actually happen. And there was nothing else that needed to happen with the situation. Not like we you know, start arguing with each other. It's not like we got in an accident or anything like that. And the fact that I reminded myself so quickly to forget about it led to what we're going to talk about here today, because I think that's a skill that a lot of us could use, especially those of you who are testosterone driven, those of you who are ego driven, those of you who have the ability to hold on to stuff that you probably should let go of. There are certain things you can hold on to if you can use it in a positive, productive way, but other things that you need to be able to forget about. That's what we're discussing here today. Point number one, today's topic, once again, is why you need the skill of forgetting. Here's the first question you should ask yourself. Any situation you come into where you are not letting go of something and you have the choice, as soon as you get to the moment that you realize I could hold on to this or I could let it go. Here's the question that you ask yourself as to no, basically to help you make a decision. Are you going to hold on to this? or Are you going to let it go? Are there any long term ramifications of the situation at hand? Are there any long term ramifications? So, for example, with this guy driving through my parking garage in his F-150 recklessly and nearly causing an accident, are there any long term ramifications of nearly causing an accident? The answer is no. Now, had we crashed, would there be long-term ramifications? Yes, but we didn't crash. So there were no long-term ramifications. So because of that, if the answer is no, you must develop the skill of letting things go, even though it could have been bad, even though that person was completely wrong, even though they were completely out of line and you need to know, you feel like maybe you need to put them in their place and tell them something about themselves. Understand that you must let it go since there were no long-term ramifications. See, often There are situations in our lives that there's only a short term ramification, like whatever's happening right there in that moment, like me being annoyed that this guy was driving through recklessly and maybe me saying, hey, what the hell are you doing? That's a short term ramification. We make the long term ramifications occur because we react to a short term thing with an action that has a long term result, meaning maybe you get an argument or you get out of the car, you start yelling at this guy or a fist fight happens or something worse happens in that situation simply because we make decisions that have long-term ramifications based on a short-term situation. This is what all of us need to learn how to let go of. And this applies to both male and females. With males, a lot of times we like to respond to things by going at it. We go at things and we get aggressive, maybe verbally aggressive, sometimes with us physically aggressive and doing things that have long-term ramifications because we couldn't just let a short-term thing go. This is an ego thing. This is a pride thing. This is a testosterone thing. And men, we have testosterone. So I'm not telling you that you should eliminate that. What I'm telling you is that you have to learn how to control it and you have to become more cognizant and aware of it and learn how to control it, which should come with age and maturity. But it doesn't always, as I've seen it enough and different people who you would expect to have a little bit more maturity, but they don't have it. So we have to learn how to control these urges when our testosterone and our ego are telling us to react or respond to something that we could just let go and or is responding to things instead of reacting to them. I shouldn't use those words interchangeably. So to react to something is more instinctive. Something happens and we immediately come back at it without putting any thought. The difference between the response and the reaction is that we put some thought in between our answer to the stimulus. So the stimulus occurs and there's no space and we do something, that's a reaction. The stimulus occurs and there's space and we do something, we call that a response. So we give ourselves time to think, we give ourselves time to breathe, give ourselves time to consider, give ourselves time to remember, hey, that's what Dre said in the podcast. The masterclass is that you need to skill forgetting, letting something go if there is no long-term ramification for it. So this is, I think, 
and this is me speaking biasly, I'm biased in this, the harder for males because we have testosterone, we have the strong ego drive, we are more apt to confrontation, holding on to grudges and longing for revenge, even for small inconsequential situations. Ladies, this can be a challenge for you as well in that for women, in my experience, is that you may react more in a verbal sense, maybe not so much physically, but more in a verbal sense. But listen, you're good enough with words. You might say something that has a long term ramification or you may say something that leads to a response or a reaction that leads to a long term ramification. So this applies to all people is that we have to be able to brush things off and let them go if there is nothing to be gained nor anything to defend in a situation. Now, let me be clear about this word defend. And this one is specifically for the men because, and the ladies as well, but I want to speak specifically to the men here because I'm a man, so I can speak from the male perspective, is that a lot of males, especially in the environments that I come from, and especially with men who come from urban environments, you come from the hood, especially black men, especially younger black men, is that many of us were raised on this idea of we need to defend our respect. This is a big word that gets thrown around a lot in the environments that I come from, any of you from the environments that I'm from, and many you males, even if you're not from the same place as me, maybe you've heard this and seen this yourself. And ladies, you have any young men in your life who need to hear this message, let them hear this, is that we often equate, we often take situations, small things, and we make it a respect thing. Oh, well, I don't like the way this person looked at me, so it's disrespect, or I don't like the way this person handled this situation. They're not being respectful. And we put this word respect on everything. And then we put ourselves in the position because I'm bringing this up because I use the word defended. So when I say there's nothing to be gained in a situation, you can probably see there's nothing to gain. But then many men, when they're being driven by their ego and by testosterone, they start thinking, oh, well, I got to defend my respect. I got that my respect has been attacked in this situation. It has been offended in this situation. So now I have to respond and react because I can't let anybody disrespect me. I can't let anybody offend my respect. So then you'll go and pop off or fly off the handle or go do or say something that you didn't need to do just because you feel like this person needs to show you a certain amount of respect, whatever that means for you. Understand that you doing things to defend your respect based off a short-term situation may lead to a long-term outcome that you're going to have to live with for the rest of your life or whatever amount of life is, remains based on how you react in that situation. You understand what I'm saying? And understand that a person who you don't know can't respect or not respect you. The respect is earned. And it's something that comes from the way that you show up, the way that you carry yourself, and the way that you, know, you engage with other people. A stranger can't respect you and they also cannot disrespect you. And you cannot go through life concerned about the respect, quote unquote, of a person who you don't even know meaning you can't respect them. You don't know a person, you can't respect them. So how they feel about you or what they say to you, whether you feel it is disrespectful or not, you can't go around playing whack-a-mole with every person based on what you think their level of respect is for you. If they don't know you, they can't respect you, nor can they disrespect them. You don't know them, you can't respect them, nor can you disrespect them, nor can you demand. And we talked about this in the episode where I talked about demanding versus commanding when it comes to respect. And this is something that a lot of males really need in the world that we're living in today. And there's a big difference between demanding and commanding. I talked about this in episode 2157. So if you haven't listened to that, it is linked down below in the show notes. When you're trying to demand respect, 
from other people, then you're going to see everything through the lens of your ego. And when you see everything through the lens of your ego, the challenge with that is you're going to be running around playing, like I said, you're playing whack-a-mole with every person that you deal with because you're looking at everything through a lens of a very fragile ego because anything that another person does that doesn't fit your personal frame, your standard of what they should do, you're going to take that as offense. The problem is there are 8 billion people on the planet. You're offended by something that you're possibly offended by everything that a person you come across does, then you're never going to get to focus on your real purpose in life, unless that is your real purpose. And if that's your real purpose, I can predict where you're going to be in five years. When you come in respect, that is about the way that you carry yourself and the way that you show up, which means no matter what another person does, your level of respect that you command is going to remain the same because of the way that you show up. It has nothing to do with what another person does, says, or thinks. So I just want to give that side note there, especially to the young men who have been raised on this concept that everything is about respect. And where I come from, there are people who literally say that exact phrase. It's all about respect. Everything's about respect, respect, respect. But they don't carry themselves in the way that commands respect. They carry themselves in the way that they're trying to demand it. And the problem with demanding it is eventually you're going to come across somebody who doesn't have to respect your demands. What are you going to do then when your ego is being brushed up against? And again, this leads to long-term ramifications from short-term decisions. And we know where this ends up for a lot of people. And the short answer to that, you end up in some form of a box. All right, and there are only a couple of them. Moving on, we're still on point number one here. The topic, once again today, is why you need the skill of forgetting. In the book, The Art of War, Sun Tzu said, if you are not in danger, do not fight. I want that idea to sink in. If you are not in danger, do not fight. Especially for the males out there. If you could just accept this point right here, this will solve a whole lot of conflicts that you either are in, have been in, or could possibly be in. If you're not in danger, you don't have anything to worry about. Keep it moving. If a person can't hurt you, then you don't need to hurt them. If you start applying this framework to every situation you face, it'll help you stay out of a whole lot of situations that are not actually situations. They only became situations because somebody in that situation didn't know how to control their ego. And the only way a real conflict occurs is when two people can't control their ego. If either person in a, con in a situation can control their ego, then the conflict is avoided. This will help you stay out of situations that are not really those. It will calm your nerves and ease a lot of your possible frustrations and internal anxieties as well. Read the book, The Art of War by Sun Tzu, which is not all about battle and chopping heads off. It's really about the war that's going on inside of your own mind. And that's what really what this episode is about. Actually, what this whole show is about. Moving on to point number two. Today's topic, once again, is how you need to develop the skill of forgetting. Point number two. Understand that forgetting applies to your successes as well as to your setbacks and failures. See, think about the human brain. Even though it is the most powerful tool known to man, it still has a limitation that we can only focus on one thing at a time, which means you can't focus on the future if you're still stuck in the past. And it doesn't matter what that past is. You can't focus on a positive future if you're still focused on your positive past, because if you're focused on the past, that's where you're looking, meaning you're not going to be doing your best work in the moment or focused on what's going to help you get better in the future. So the skill of forgetting is not just about letting go of things that are useless and not helping you move forward. It's also about letting go of your successes. I'm not saying letting them go as if acting like they never happened. Listen, put the trophy on the mantle. Be happy about it. Appreciate it. Be proud of yourself. Be confident about the fact that you've created success in the past and knowing that you can do it again. At the same time, understand that what you achieved last week has nothing to do with what's on your agenda for this week. Last year's success doesn't do anything for this year's revenue quotas. Any salesperson in here knows what I'm talking about. This ability of putting your successes to the side and showing up as if you hadn't achieved anything yet 
this is a trait of mental toughness. See, mental toughness is not just about how do you put aside the failures and come back stronger. It's also about how do you put aside your successes and show up as if you didn't already have success. So you're not resting on your laurels. That's what happens with a lot of people when they create success is that they relax. They take their foot off the gas a little bit. They ease up a little bit. They don't go as hard. They're not as hungry for success as they were in the past simply because they already got success. So all right, if I don't succeed this time, it's okay because I succeeded last time. That kind of mindset is the main reason why many people aren't able to sustain their success because they create some success and then they ease up. They don't have the same hunger. They don't have the same passion and the same drive to create success the second time because they already did it the first time. If you can handle this and kind of stay on that same way, that same energy, that same approach every time, regardless of whether you succeeded or failed last time, you'll create a lot more sustained long-term success. One thing that I tell people, especially all professionals at any level, is if I was to watch you at work today, I should have no idea of how your day went yesterday. If I was to watch you as an athlete today, I shouldn't be able to tell whether you had 30 points last game or zero points in the last game because your approach should be the same no matter what. If I'm watching your team perform, I shouldn't be able to tell if your team won the championship last year or y'all were in last place last year because y'all should show up with the same energy regardless. If you're a salesperson, I shouldn't be able to tell if you made 10 sales yesterday or you went 0 for 20 in every sales presentation you made last week. Your energy and approach should be exactly the same no matter what. You shouldn't be easing up because you succeeded yesterday and you don't have to be a wild man putting out energy that you can't sustain just because you, things didn't go the way that they should have went the day before. It's the same approach, same thing, same way every time. Episode 2013, the same things, the same way every time. This is what professionals do. They stay at a steady rate, a steady level of energy every single time, all the way through. No one should be able to tell whether you're having a great day or a terrible day if they would just watch you at work. Even if they couldn't hear anything that you're saying, your energy should be the same every time. Point number three, today's topic, once again, is why you need the skill of forgetting. What are the things that matter most to you for the long run of your life? What are those things that matter most for the long run of your life? There's not going to be a laundry list of 20 things. Usually about, you can count them on one hand. With these things in mind, whatever they are for you, you'll notice that most of what happens in your daily life every day has no relevance whatsoever to your long-term goals. Most of what happens in your daily life is not relevant to your long-term goals, which means anything that occurs that is not threatening your health, your family, or your long-term outcomes you can mostly ignore them. doesn't mean you can address them as they happen, but you can let them go as soon as you're done addressing them. Remember what I talked about in episode 777 on the concept of time perspective. What is time perspective? The more successful the person, the further into the future they consider the long-term ramifications of their actions. The less successful person only thinks of the short-term outcomes of their actions. In other words, they're looking for instant gratification. The more successful person is always looking for long-term gratification, meaning they are thinking further into the future, what is going to be the long-term outcome of this action if I was to take it right now? Now, it doesn't mean you're always going to be perfect with this, but you consider it more often than a less successful person does. That's what time perspective means. The more successful person has a longer time perspective. You want to be more successful tomorrow than you are today. All you need to do is start stretching out your time perspectives. Simple as that. Be urgent in the moment, while at the same time having a long time perspective. Fact of the matter is, most people in life are not very successful. However you measure success, whatever you say success is, or you create your own bar of success, most people don't clear that bar. Most of the people you know probably do not clear the bar of success, however you define it. Most people don't even know what their long-term goals are, as a matter of fact. 
So it's impossible for most people to be successful because success is a pursuit of a worthy ideal. Most people don't have a worthy ideal to pursue. My definition of success as defined in the mental workbook, which you can see right there over my shoulder, is you have to have goals. If you have no goals, then you can't reach your goals. And if you're not in pursuit of goals, then you can't be successful. So if you don't have goals, how can you be successful? You can't. Most people don't have goals and most people don't have goals that are written down. So most people, it's impossible by definition, by my definition, impossible for them to be successful. So this is why most people, because they don't have long-term goals, the only thing they can think about is the short-term outcomes of everything that they do. They can only think about their instant gratification because they have nothing else to aim for. And as Earl Nightingale said, if you want to be different from most people, you need to do the opposite of what most people do. And I just told you what most people do, which is only think short-term because they have no other choices. So because they have no long-term focus. So you, on the other hand, having long-term focus, you are able to do different from other people than most people, rather, because of the way that you have strategically set up your life. You see how all this works? It's not because you are necessarily more skilled, more talented, harder working, or more motivated than other people. It's simply because you have strategies that other people don't have. You consider things that other people don't consider. And this is really the big, the razor's edge that separates people is what are they considering? What are they thinking about long term? What are they aiming for? Most people are not aiming for anything. Most people just wake up, that they go about life, and they kind of are sleepwalking through life, and then they die. And they actually literally go to sleep. And that's it. You, on the other hand, have a different set of approach. You have a different approach and thusly a different set of actions that you take because of that approach. Let's recap today's class, which is why you need to develop the skill of forgetting or use the skill of forgetting. You already have it. And point number one, are there any long term ramifications of the situation that you are frustrated with at hand? If yes, then deal with it. If not, you got to be skilled to letting it go. This is harder for males because we are testosterone driven. We had a strong ego drive, more apt to confrontation. We are more apt to choose the fight and the fight or fight response, holding on to grudges, looking for revenge, even for small inconsequential situations. But we have to learn how to brush things off if there is nothing to be gained or defended in a situation. As Sun Tzu said in the Art of War, if you are not in danger, do not fight. Point number two, this applies to successes as well as it does to setbacks. You can only focus on one thing at a time. Can't focus on the future if you are still stuck on the past. That applies not only to your failures, but also to your successes. Put the trophy on the mantle and be proud and happy of your accomplishment. But at the same time, you shouldn't show up tomorrow with less energy just because you won yesterday. You shouldn't show up with necessarily more energy because you lost yesterday. Your energy should be exactly the same every day, regardless of what happened the day before. I shouldn't be able to tell how well your day went yesterday based on how you show up to work today. It should be the same things the same way every time. That's what professionals do. Mental toughness is not just about how you get over your failures. It's also about how you do not wrestle on the laurels of your successes. And point number three, what are the things that matter most to you for the long run of your life? Usually you can count them on one hand. What you'll notice, most of the things that you come across in your daily life have no relevance to those long run goals, which means you need to let them go unless they affect your health, your family, or your long-term outcomes. Episode 777, told you about time perspective. The more successful the person, the further into the future they think about the ramifications of their actions. Most people don't have long-term goals, which means it's impossible for them to be successful. So if you want to be different than most people, all you need to do is think further into the future than most people do. Most people only think about the next hour. You are thinking about the next decade. That'll separate you. When you're thinking about the next decade, most of the stuff that happens on a day-to-day basis, which involves most people who don't have long-term goals, they're not thinking long-term. They're only thinking short-term, which means by definition, you can let that go, brush it off, and focus on where you want to be long-term, which most people are not doing. All that said, two things for you to do. First of all, text me to get my daily motivation every single day, free of charge. My number is 305-384-6894. And secondly, go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. That's where when you join my mastermind program, I do a live training call every week in my Bulletproof Mastermind. That is for professionals who are getting started, 
finding your footing, figuring out who you're serving, how you're serving and what you're going to serve them with. What direction are you going in? Make sure you have processes in place, strategies in place. You're asking yourself the right questions and operating off of accurate formulas. That's every single week I do a live training call. And I got a bunch of trainings that I put in the university that are not available anywhere else. They're not on YouTube. They're not on this podcast, only in the university. And my third day mastermind, that is where I work with professionals one-on-one for the similar things for people who are already at a high level. You are already performing at the level that you want to perform at, but you want more direct access to me. You want to be able to ask me questions, get personalized access with me, personalized strategic planning for your business, for your life, and making sure that everything is aligned and going where it needs to go. Get either option by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused, and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number. 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge. 305-384-6894.